Welcome to Undergrads Unhinged, a Kings-based podcast about all things university. So we are a bunch of guys from Kings Entrepreneur Society who felt like we didn't really get a heads up on what being at university was really like. So we made a podcast as a guide for you. So hi, I'm Sahib. I'm a first year medical student here at Kings and you'll probably find me lost around London. I'm here today with my friend and co-host Emil and three special guests, Eric, Reese, and Dev. Hi, I'm Emil, the co-host of Undergrad Unhinged. I'm a first-year PPE student from Singapore who's trying to balance academics, taking advantage of Ryanair ticket prices, and making the most of my time at King's. Today's episode is going to be Surviving First Year, from two people who are trying to survive first year, and three people who have done it. Hey guys, I'm Eric. I'm from Vietnam. I'm doing economic management in my second year, and I'm trying to live my best life here in one of the most iconic cities in the world. Hi there, my name is Reese. nice to meet all of you, and I'm a second year medical student studying at King's. I'm originally from Northern Ireland, so you'll warm up, by my, you'll warm up from my accent by the end of this episode. Hi everyone, my name's Dev, I'm in my third year studying economics and management, and I was that guy with the loudspeaker during Freshers' Fair. So I'm really excited to bring to you our pilot episode. So today's podcast should serve as a great introduction to who we are and what we do, and we'll be making podcasts every week. So make sure to subscribe. So without further ado, let's get started. So our first topic will be pre-uni group chats. So does anyone have any prior experiences with pre-uni group chats? Yes, for me, I originally took a gap year. And, um, from Northern Ireland as well, not many people leave Northern Ireland um, to go outside uh, to the UK to study. So for me, I really wanted to make a lot of new friends since I didn't have any family or friends in London. And um, the first thing I looked is in student room. And I actually met one of my current best friends uh, from a university group chat, and um, literally, I think he's my friend for life now. Mad. <laughs> I had a really interesting experience with pre-uni group chats, to be honest. Um, I remember joining back in May before university started. I mean, I found a link online for an Instagram group chat. And to be honest, I remember I wasn't massively active on it until later, but I remember there was one day in particular where me and some other people, we were talking about, I don't know if you heard the movie Three Idiots, and we were just talking about the movie. I remember one of us decided, you know, why do we make our own group chat just to get to know each other better? And it's really funny because the people I made that group chat with are now, are still my closest friends, which is really interesting because people say that the people you first meet at university aren't always people you stick with, but that wasn't really the case in my situation. I would also say that actually being on a pre-uni group chat means that when you start freshers, it like people already know kind of who you are. It's a really good conversation starter and just gives you that confidence. But at the same time, just make sure you don't give yourself a bad reputation on the group chat. Ooh, I didn't really have the experience of finding lifelong friends on the <laughs> university group chat. I was just a little more tactical. Yeah, I kind so of used me. it um, as a way to figure out which Acom was the best. Because being an international student, you don't really get a chance to come to visit London, London to visit the different accommodations and check them out for yourselves. So all you really have are the photos. Mm-hmm. However, all the local students here uh, kind of check out the comms and they kind of talk about it on the group chats. So I kind of used it to figure out where to stay in London. Yeah. Damn, I'll be for so for real. I did not find a single friend of mine on a uni group chat. They're all so weird. When I was um, <laughs> when I was in first year, looking at these uni group chats, like everyone was sending all these like teacher assignment stuff. Oh I, yeah, like what on earth is that? I had no idea what was going on. Uh, I guess the way I made my friends was um like I used uh, the Acom group chat. I was telling people to come into my room, 
I'd be like, oh, like I'm gonna host pre's for tonight, and then that's kind of how I made my friends. But pre uni group chats, God no. I mean, you know what? Ministry does one of those. They have that website, right? Have you guys been on that website? Not recently. No, really? No? Yeah. Oh, dude. So that's how I found the. That's how I found my pre uni group chat. Like Ministry puts out a website where they have WhatsApp chats for yes. every single uni. Yeah, yeah, I joined that. Right, like that's yeah, that's how yeah, you yeah, find yeah. it, right? Oh, wait, you found crazy. your pre uni group chat on Ministry. Yeah, I'll say. Oh, I was like fat so well or something. I can't remember. I remember joining a WhatsApp one, and then someone was like, "Oh, there's an Instagram one as well." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, "Oh, add me to it," and that's how I joined. Yeah, I think that the, one. the weirdos use Facebook. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you are weird if you use Facebook. I can't lie. Well, we're also going to talk about com, and you're probably sitting there thinking, "I'm starting university soon. How do I book a com? What a com do I book? And which is the best one?" So. Actually, Dev asked me, let's get a list of all the accounts <laughs> to, to get it. And I, I, I looked at them, and I recognize a few, and there's a few here where I'm like, what is this? So would anyone like to talk about their account and their experiences of first year account? Yes, so for me, I stayed in Angel Lane, so that's all the way in Stratford. And uh, studying medicine, you're based in Guy's Campus, um, which is a bit unfortunate in a way that Stratford is very far away, um, not only from Guy's Campus, but also from Strand. But I really enjoyed it. Like, um, I'll be very honest, I was homeless um, <laughs> two, mo- two months before uh, moving into uni. I didn't have anywhere to stay. So I was kind of forced to choose Angeline. Uh, but honestly, no matter what accommodation you choose, it's really the people that actually makes a difference. Because I realized whenever I moved in, um, I moved in a week early. That was actually whenever I asked on one of the group shots that you guys mentioned. Is anyone at Angel Lane? And that was kind of where it all started for me. I hate Stratford. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think you, you, Stratford has to be like the ghetto in London. I don't know how you live there. I visited Angel Lane and I think it is... Like, Angel Lane is such a nice comp, mm. but the area in, oh, it's yeah. in, it's horrible. Oh like, my goodness. You come out of the tube station and there's just trash. <laughs> there's trash everywhere. Yeah. I've seen like dead rats pigeons that don't want to eat the trash because it's so disgusting. Bro, have you seen Stratford during Halloween? No, 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 no. I What's think uh, we, we got curfewed um, yeah. on Halloween no because they're firing, people were firing fireworks at each <gasps> other. No so, way. Like, usually, like, um, London, you know, has a reputation for being dodgy, but yeah. as long as you're smart, avoid it. Um, don't go out very, very late at night. Always go with friends. <laughs> and um, just keep your head down and just keep walking. Um, that's literally how I survived um, in first year accommodation in Stratford. Mm. Yeah. What about anyone else? Did they go to any other accommodation in their first year or is currently in student accommodation? Yeah. Well, I had private renting. I didn't go to student accommodation. I actually have yeah. never lived in a student accommodation before. I don't think I like How'd it. How do you make friends? I don't need to. Oh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, 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 I never, I, I never live in cinema accommodation. I have a Stop. private renting outside, so I use like app like spare rooms. Yeah. But here's one tip: if you if you want to like find a housing accommodation for first yeah. year or any year, try start early. Like you don't, don't wait to September, start in July or something, in, even in June, like start early. When did you start? I start in August. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's my tip. That's <laughs> tip. Very, very early. Yeah. I'm currently at GDS, which. If you're a medic, it's probably the best one. I mean, it's really close. I mean, it's 10 minutes away from guys. So, you know, 9 a.m. lectures just rolling out of bed. Oh, my goodness. That's where all the first-year medics go. Yeah. It is a really good accommodation. I mean, going on the back of that, if you've heard of, spoke to anyone from King's and they mentioned GDS, the first thing you'll hear about is bathrooms. So, infamous wet room bathrooms. So, <laughs> essentially, 
GDS decided, so Great Nova Street decided, you know, we're not going to have normal showers. We're just going to have a wet room. So you've got a shower. You've got the toilet like next to it. And so you, when you have a shower, all of the water goes all over the floor and onto the toilet. So you can't go back into the, into the bathroom after using the shower, which is horrible. Uh, but at the same time, you just need a planet. Like if you're, if you want to shower, you kind of have to shower before you leave. So I have a shower, then leave. And then by the time I come back, it, it's all right. So yeah, but GDS is actually really useful because as a medical student, everyone is there. And so if you're coming back late, you're coming back with everyone. I do have friends who are at Canada Water and Hayloft Point. Actually, those are probably, as the accommodation, are way nicer. But at the same time, you, when, sort of when you're, let's say you're coming back late, you kind of have to go by yourself, which isn't ideal. But at the same time, if you are at those accommodations, I think, you know, it's, it's really just make sure you make friends to walk, to go back, you know, you'll be fine. The Hayloft Point? Yeah. And, okay, Olga is, is, is kind of shady sometimes, I kind of lie. But um, there are quite a few tube stations around. So, like, there's, if you sit at Hayloft, there's Allgate, there's Allgate East, and there's Liverpool Street. Yeah. I, and personally, I'd say that, like, Hayloft Point is the best Acom out there. Even though it's a little pricey. But it's it is really nice. I've, I've visited. It is really I've got nice. some friends there. Yeah, it's really Personally, nice. I picked it because it like opened like a year ago, okay. and from what I heard, is the is the only uh, com where I haven't heard rat complaints yet. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I picked it. But it's real good. There's like a movie room and like all these fun stuff. Oh wow! But I stay in like the one block out of three blocks that does not have a working lift half the time. Oh god! So it's like a bit of cardio here and there. <laughs> But honestly, good spot. Like Spitalfields Market is right, mm -hmm. right nearby. Anybody who lives at Hayloft Point will tell you that's the place to be. Nice. Okay, my, my story is a bit more like, I guess it's a bit more complicated. So <laughs> I used to live in a uh, accommodation called Urbana City Vine Street. It was brand new in my year, 2021. And I was the first undergrad lot to move in. It was supposed to be for postgrads because there wasn't any space for undergrads across the other comms. They shot like they shoved us all into this accommodation. Oh wow! Um, and then we trashed the place. <laughs> like I was, I, I had this bad habit where I would get all my friends into a single common room, and then we put like sticky notes on the lights. Oh god! And it would turn it into like a little club. Oh, yeah, to remove the sound. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah. You, like, cause you, you know, like how you can turn, like, if you just put sticky notes on top of a light bulb, it turns into the color of the sticky note. Like, oh. we would just do that to all the lights in the corridors, everywhere. We would put like hundred people inside a single room. Oh wow! And it was insane. And you could, you could basically sneak in through the fire exit at the back <laughs> of the com. So the reception wouldn't know there were people in the building until it was like boom, 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 and they come upstairs and be like. Yo! <laughs> I can see how you make all your friends free ministry, you know? No, it's crazy. And finding them over to your boss. It's thoughts. insane. Um, and then I, I guess there was like a food fight there at one point. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a nuts. Fight. It was absolutely nuts. And um, that after that, like, no more undergrads live there anymore. <laughs> like, they banned undergrads. Only postgrads can live there. Um, it's actually down the road of Hayloft Point. To be fair, like, fun fact, uh, in... Allgate East or Tower Hill is the King's Triangle. So you have three King's Accoms, all equidistant of one another. You have Urbanist City Vine Street, you have Hayloft Point, and you have the Urbanist Tower Bridge. That one's quite nice. I think Urbanist Tower Bridge is probably the worst one out of all three. It's got a single lift, only three washing machines for 200 people. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a horror story in there. Um, I think 
Have you guys been to any other comms? Yeah, so I've, apart from Hayloft Point, um, I've been to, um, where is it, Orchid Lyle. So Orchid Lyle is interesting because, yeah. you know, it's a really nice accommodation. It's right on, guys. So GDS is 10 minutes. Orchid Lyle is literally, you get out of your room and you're in, guys. So that's really convenient, but it's not on suite. So you're really playing a lottery with, you know, who is my flatmate and, you know, will they make a mess in the bathroom? But I think if you get on with them, then you know that could be a really other that could be a really good alternative to GDS if you're a medical student or on guys campus. Well, I've been to Stanford Street Apartments. Oh um, my god, that I, one sucks. No, nah, I think it's that a coin toss. It's a coin it. toss. No, no, no. Strandies aren't gonna be happy it's, with that one. It's kind <laughs> no. of a coin toss because I mean everybody says the location's good, but the reason um the reason why like people complain is because like the non-refurbished apartments are old. So that's why I say it's a coin Dude, toss. Dude, it's a wet room. The bathroom's a wet room. Like it's a wet room. There's no oh, wait. There's, there's no actually shower. there's no shower, bro. You just, <laughs> <laughs> you just shower no. on the floor. Oh, okay, to be fair, <laughs> I'm rating it based on the kitchen. The kitchen's like somewhat okay, like if you get the refurbished kitchen at least. Not as nice as, as Hayloft. Oh, Hayloft kitchens works. are so nice. Yeah, no. oh, you've seen the island and Hayloft kitchen. Oh no, I've, I've been to Hayloft yeah, kitchen. Yeah, crazy. I mean, GDS is literally just like a table, and you've got like um, maybe you know, some stoves there. They're just always dirty. Just, mm. Yeah, no. Oh my goodness, the, the Hayloft angel. kitchens. Decked out. Oh, I have to say, I'm sorry, but I think the Angel Lane kitchens are the best. Well, like, not been. It's so like literally, um, we had twelve people over one time, yeah. and like all twelve people were cooking at the same time, because there's so much room. Like there's an island in the middle where you prep your food. There's like um eight stoves, two ovens, and like two sinks. It's like literally a massive kitchen, and like um if you want to throw any parties, it's always like so easy, um because there's just like. You're not limited in space in any way. And also like um the stoves are very easy to clean. You do have to clean your own kitchens, unfortunately. Yeah. It's not the same for your accommodations. We had inspections. So GDS you have sort of three inspections, like once on a weekly basis. And if you fail three times, you get fined twenty-five quid. No way. It's it's insane. Each no, twenty-five quid each per person. So they're eight per people. Person. So they're rinsing money from, from doing wow. that. But we had an experience, so we failed the first two times. And honestly, the second time was so weird. I mean, there was like dust on the floor, like just dirt on the floor. And if you're, um, you know, you're a student, I mean, that's, it was, I don't think our room was dirty as such. I mean, I had a friend who actually failed for the funniest reason. So for some reason, my friend has an affiliate, like just likes traffic cones. Okay. <laughs> so he kept a traffic cone in his kitchen. So his, his flat was really clean. The kitchen was really clean, but he failed for having an unidentified object, just a traffic no cone way. just sitting there. So that's crazy. Where do you get the traffic cone from? This is strange. Well, I don't know. You probably just found it on the street. street. Have you never heard of that? Like yeah, people I mean, just bringing yeah. in traffic cones, stand decorating it oh, like a Christmas tree. We had turf wars at GDS. So. <laughs> I kept a traffic sign in my house once. What? Yeah, it was like <laughs> one of the you, stop signs. Did you detach it from like? No, no, no. no. <laughs> like, like, you know, you know how they have like a uh, the little triangle. Yeah, kind of traffic yeah. sign. Oh, and you can just pick it up. Yeah, I moved one into my house for a bit, like stayed over. Oh my I had God. some fun with it. I told it like, oh, and then it kind of broke up with me at some point. Oh that was because my landlord was visiting. <laughs> <laughs> just to know everything was returned by the end of um, your stay. Yeah. But you yeah. have not broken the law. Nope. <laughs> nope. Right. Um, so I guess you must be wondering how did we end up booking these uh, accommodations. So the thing is, we use the portal. I don't know if any of you have heard the portal. So does anyone have any interesting experiences with the portal, the King's Booking portal? Well, except I mean, not, except Eric. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Spare room? Spare room. Spare room, yeah. 
Wait, can you book like one room and spare rooms, or is it like a like a? No, no, it's like um, they will they will have like all the listings of all the available rooms or housing that they have. Right. And then you will you know you will text them, contact them to see if you if you want a room, then you will book for viewings. Could you book like a whole flat? Yeah, you can book a whole flat. Oh. I, my, I, my, like, I team up with three other people at King's, yeah. and then we all book like the whole flat. Oh, that's oh, it. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Wait, one thing for um, King's accommodation, actually, um, because I also work as a campus tour guide, so I do talk about accommodation. Oh. On one massive tip that said on the script, uh, which would be applicable if you're thinking of doing King's accommodation, is make sure you look at the deadline for it, because if you are going to your first year, um, then you're actually guaranteed King's accommodation, yeah. so long you apply by a certain deadline. Yeah. So, like, that's definitely a big tip. But I think it's really early. I think it's like end of May or like. Um, I thought it was, I think it was June. August. I, th- I, thought, I thought it was June time. Oh. It well, changes. It's, it's I think it changes. June. Yeah, I think it does change. Uh, for me, it was May. And, like, I, I, like, yeah. I applied past that in first year. Oh. Like, I hit into June. And then I was like, yeah, it's too late. So, check the deadline on the website. That's probably the best way to go forward. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're probably wondering what's next. I mean, we haven't talked about Freshers' Week. I think no podcast our first year could be complete without Freshers' Week. So, oh. does anyone <laughs> want to start with their Freshers' Week experience? My <laughs> one occurred whenever um, the Queen actually died. So, the whole week, like, a lot of Freshers' events literally got cancelled, except for Ministry. Um, so naturally, I did go to ministry, um, but like I realized I didn't actually quite like clubbing at the start. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. if you guys find that. I mean, I only went during Freshers' Week. I think I was similar, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, the people I went with, I'm I still see today. And I still say hi. So I think, especially in Freshers' Week, even if you're someone who's shy, doesn't really go out, just just go out for a bit. Like you don't have to you don't have to stay there for a long time. But just go out because you will meet people and it just makes settling in so much easier. But at the same time, I think don't put too much pressure on Freshers Week. Like, don't feel like you have to enjoy it because, you know, you make friends way after Freshers Week. So it's not a big, as big of a deal as people make it seem. Yeah, I mean, and I think also, like, when you say, like, go out and enjoy it, it enjoyment need not necessarily be in a club. I mean, personally, no. I'm not a huge mm. clubber. No, no, no. And the way I kind of made friends during Freshers is by going bordering way too many times. So I was like, um, I stay in Hayloft, and if you stay in Hayloft and you climb at all, you know that city bordering is like a 50 meter walk across the road. So I was there like four times in that week itself, and I kind of made quite a few friends at the bouldering gym. So I mean, do your thing, and I guess you'll yeah. find friends oh, wherever. What's well, not your first time bouldering? No, no, no. I was only bouldering like once a week before that, mm-hmm. but I had nothing much to do. I moved in a week earlier actually because I wanted to like kind of settle into London and all that, and uh, I ended up going bouldering four times a week. Um, my first was just a lot of partying. <laughs> like all I was doing was I was doing some epic prees. I was going crazy. <laughs> yeah, I went to every single club. I went to XOIO. I went to. Ministry, I went to Fabric. Oh, Fabric is crazy doing freshers. Oh, I did Guys, I did The Vault, I did... Uh, what else did I do? I did... Dude, there's some terrible clubs out there. Like, Avoid Piccadilly Circus. <laughs> uh, there's, like, Sway. Uh, there's another really, really terrible... Oh, Egg. Oh, oh it's my that God. Egg is the worst <laughs> club oh I have. My. Oh my goodness! I've gracious. heard bar stories. No, about egg, egg, as well. egg is not even a club. Like it's just a room and it's empty 
all the time. Every single time. I've never been to Egg and it's not been empty. It's ridiculous. Like, I was there and at 12.30, me and my friends were the first three people in that club. What? Yeah. That's like prime time. No, honestly. Yeah, that's... And the the bouncers, they're not trying to keep you out. They're trying to keep you in. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that bad. Like, they're, they're standing outside trying to keep you and they're like oh please don't go please don't go like oh the, the night's just started please 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 oh stay oh god um, but I think I think my best advice for first year is get the pass while they're cheap uh, if you buy them in April they're 20 quid and so worth it like after first year I started buying passes like my second year and then my sister came for first year in uh, this year I bought her the pass in April as well because I was like oh yeah super sick like why don't you do it um, other than that, um, I don't know. Like, make sure you eat a lot, eat good food. Oh. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't doing anything that wild, but I mean, I just didn't eat for some reason because there were just so many events during the day, like fresh, things like Freshest Fair. I mean, I lost. I came to uni at seventy eight kg. I mean, I wasn't like big or anything, and I went down to sixty eight, sixty nine kg somehow within a week. And so, really, just make sure you eat because yeah. Like, you don't want you don't want to be losing ten percent of your body weight in a week. <laughs> What's well, everyone's advice for freshers? Would you say in freshers week? Um, my biggest thing is a lot. I mean, you might be nervous about freshers week, um, but really just be yourself. Like if you, I said earlier, like try try new things, but at the same time, don't feel forced like you have to do something. Like if you if you don't, you know, if a particular day you really don't want to go out or you really don't want to do something that people are telling you to do, don't don't do that. Like. Be yourself and you will find people. There are enough people at university that you will find your people if you just, you know, you do what you enjoy. Don't, sorry, don't feel pushed to do anything that you wouldn't do normally. And yeah, just be yourself and you will definitely find friends. So don't worry about, don't stress too much about Freshers Week. So I guess the next big one is is food. So does anyone want to kick us off? Oh, food. Go on, like, Oh my goodness. No, I, whenever you mentioned about making sure you are well fed, um, during freshers, I can't represent double down on that. But for me, I was very ambitious because I think whenever you move away from your parents for the first time, especially if you, you have never cooked before, it yep. can be quite like intimidating. Bro, I literally had this thought, mate. Um, he like walked up to me and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Reese, like, can you help me with something? I'm like, oh, okay, what is it? And he like literally like took something from his back and just showed me this like chicken pasta bake from Alistair <laughs> and it's like yeah how do I cook this I'm like I was like okay right no you can't be right you know what I'm non-judgmental I'm a medic no I like you know non-judgmental so I was like okay right, yeah you just put it in the oven here turn on these settings so we, we put it in the oven turn on the settings bro he was sitting in front of the oven for 40 minutes just staring at oh it oh my god Wait, it took 40 <laughs> minutes to cook yeah, yeah, because it's a big pasta bake. Oh, damn. And he oh, just had to put it in the oven and he was like, what? Yeah, no, he was like yeah, staring in front of it, not using his phone or anything. He said, I need to watch over. I'm like, like whenever I came back after 40 minutes, or after probably up like 30, he was like, I need to watch over. I was like, you don't. Like, <laughs> but honestly, like, um, in terms of food, make sure you eat well. Like, yeah. uh, make sure you learn how to cook because that's going to save a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting you say that. I mean, my flatmates have this thing for bullying me for not being able to cook properly. So, I mean, stereo, like, I mean, a lot of Indian boys will know that, you know, they, a lot, it's very stereotypical that you get your food from home. So my mum will get me like these plastic boxes of things like dal, uh, chicken curries and things. So I'll put that in my freezer and then my cooking as such is just shoving that in the microwave 
and um, and yeah, eating that. So as far as it goes, I haven't cooked that much, but I have cooked. I have cooked a little bit, but yeah, that's that's helped me live. Well. I unfortunately do not have parents to send me food here. <laughs> it's a little bit of far to send food, but my my cooking hack is argos for stuff that you actually need to be of high quality, at least high enough. So like um, argos sells these like five five pot and pan sets and stuff like that. Mm. Those are lifesavers, and honestly, the dollar pound store for everything that you need that isn't that high quality. So like spatulas mm. and all those like knickknacks that you need to help you cook with. Mm. Yeah. TK Maxx is actually really, really good for um, TK Maxx yeah. for food. For food. Oh no, I mean for cutlery. For, for cutlery. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Fair enough. That, that makes more. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. Just to clarify, for cutlery and for pots, they're really good. Like because everything that in there basically just kind of. I I moved in without any pots, pans, or cutlery. Oh god. Yeah, no. I, same, I was same. that guy. Wait, I was same, that guy. So what? What do you do? But someone else was bringing it. So you just use yeah, that like, yeah, Fair enough. Like, oh, wait, what? You shared? Yeah, yeah so uh, my, my my flat thing was three bedrooms, two bathrooms, one kitchen. Oh, you were uh-huh. in a flat? Yeah, right? yeah okay. it was a little flat. So I, I was like, mm, do I really need a pot and pan? I was like, someone else is going to bring it, so why not? And basically for a whole year, I lived off someone else's like... Uh, oh, like yeah. Forks. yeah. Wait, wait, forks, yeah. You yeah. didn't decide, all, like, all to buy your own stuff? Yeah, all my first year, I was like, I'm chilling. Like, Fair enough. Like, no one can tell it goes in the dishwasher, it gets cleaned. No wait, was it, like a, was it like a consensual sharing of pots and pans, or did you just, like, hijack <laughs> yeah, it? It was, it was a medium kind of consensual. You know, oh. so one of those ones were like, can I borrow? And then I never stopped borrowing. Ah, oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> fair no, enough. but, uh, like, I think I spent my first year, like, eating out a lot, to be fair. Like, because you, you have so many friends and stuff, you don't actually stress about, like, cooking food, because you're always going out for some food. Yeah. Uh, like my best hack was uh, have you heard of Too Good To Go Too Good To Go so oh, good yes. yeah. oh my I got so my friend went to they got they spent four pounds and it sent them to Cafe Nero they got four whole sandwiches from just for four pounds dude yeah Too so Good To Go is a lifesaver oh my god and Uni Days is also pretty yeah. good as well no Uni literally uh, favourite one is on Common Garden Uni Days Shake Shack Monday to Wednesdays no Sunday to Wednesdays two burgers for one I will forever remember that for the rest of my life yeah. Murugame 10 pa- 10% off uh, Japanese Canteen 20% off uh, Frankie and Ben <laughs> no 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 the um, Franco Manka yeah yeah, yeah. Ooh, the sourdough pizza yeah 899 sourdough pizza 795 oh pizza and drink there you go that's the one that's oh the one 795 pizza yeah. um, even if like a restaurant doesn't like if they're not on uni days just ask for student discount as well it's so good like it's so good while you're a student you want to milk it yeah <laughs> I think we're gonna have to wrap up guys okay. hey guys so we didn't realize we only had this room booked for two hours and we kind of had to cut the episode short before we were chased out of the room but here's us saying thank you for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode where we talk about King's first impressions, the best and worst things about King's, Guys vs. Strand, and an official ranking of all student accommodations. See you all next week and subscribe if you like what you hear. Thank you.